The brain you only goes and he says, in the Ikaharata. Say in his heart, Mel Sisi, what have I done? Where was my fear of a Kodesh Bohu? Do you guard him to Hohoi Sal Ovin, Umnashwati Maroim, Kirabi Machoivim, the Rosha, the Homalti, or Goofy with the Hosse in Allah, Mishahosim Nihanos Regeha. It shows us complete distortion of an inability to see the future that because of the the temptation of the present so you completely ignore the consequences and you just go for it even though the consequences are going to be rather dreadful but you you don't you don't see that the cloud doesn't come into your into your mind because you the the, the point in time where you're at is too appealing so you completely overlook it uh, and he goes on and on and on Viramizois. No, he says Viramizois. In other words, there's one level. One level, let's call it Yerasa Oynesh. And that's, that's when a person. Okay, we, we've spoken briefly about um, the internal dialogue that a person has to have. But you see, Kilat Marim is over here in, in the Rabbeinu Yoyna, the Yoyma Bilvavoy. Who are you speaking to over here? Who's speaking to him? You should say. So who's speaking to him? We have the the <coughs> seichel speaking to the nefesh. So what did he say? He says, "Kiyisela nefesh hayakara achzari." I've been achzar. Achzar means zar means strange, and achzar means completely strange. It means that my nefesh hayakara, meaning my neshama, I've been completely out of touch with my neshama. That the whole idea of the spiritual side of who I am. Hasn't come into the picture. As a result, because I'm not in touch with my neshama, so that my entire perception of how what 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 has value in this world is transposed. If I'm in touch with my neshama, so things which spiritual speak to me, chesed speaks to me. Tefillah is kashus to the boya olam speaks to me. Hamoke beiyun speaks to me. Because that's the language of the neshama. But if I'm not in touch with my neshama, so what speaks to me is, is, is a steak. Gishma, I don't know, any steak. Gishmaka. Three inches. Basically. on my behalf to go into detailed description of the sound of the snake, steak as it touches the grill and go further apart from the fact that maybe more air in me beyond control. So, what speaks to me is, is, is what appeals, what gets my eyes. What appeals to me is what gives me is a bar of chocolate. Those are the things which are the currency in which I'm dealing, and that's how I relate to the world. So then, the things, those, those are all under the category, category of called an olam khoylev, the world which it disintegrates. It disintegrates. We know it disintegrates. We know that, that, that 
that it has no cube. It has no cube in a very practical the world decays. Everything that's physical decays. It just it just it dies ultimately. Everything dies. So that's called Olam Khoilef. It's going to it's going to pass by. Whereas the the Olam ha Olam, which is the opposite, just Olam Oimed Lo Adlo Olam. It doesn't. It's there forever, because it's a Nakuda which doesn't have any doesn't have, doesn't have physical properties that can decay. So it doesn't decay. It stays forever. So I, how, how could I have done that? How could I have done that? How could I have swapped something which is which is beautiful and pristine and deep and and valuable for something which is cheap and crass and and that's talking not from a perspective of necessarily aver. It's just Lifestyle. What am I doing? What am I? What am I doing? What am I doing? Now that agasha is not agasha of guilt. Agasha of guilt. People who experience guilt. Guilt is a terrible emotion. Guilt is an emotion which comes directly from the eighth Sahara. and it's an emotion which goes as follows: I did bad in the future. I am bad in the present. I will be bad in the future. Sorry, I did bad in the past. I am bad in the present. I will be bad in the future. It's coming from a mockin of shiftless gemura, because I feel I look at the past. And I look at the past as an indication of who I am. I'm such a garnished, I'm poshit, I'm a poshit of behemoth, a vildechaya, I'm a baltaiva, I'm an atzman, I'm an everything. Okay? And I hate myself for it. And that's what I am, and I'll continue doing that. That's the hefik of charot. Hefik of charot. Charot is... What do you mean? A person who's misraimim and he looks at himself and he says, I'm a person that appreciates that there's a dimension beyond the here and now. I'm a person that appreciates a friendship. I'm a person that appreciates a geschmaka vana in a shtikel musa. I'm a person that can get a connection to a gewaldi ketosis. How could I have sold it for something so crass? And then the charata sinks in. Then you, then you have charata. You go, oh, an idiot! So the charata is the distance between my present godless and my past shiftless. <coughs> and I look at the past shiftless and I say, that's not what I am. That's so far from what I am. And we may, in the future, I become, I go beyond it. That's why it's the first ikar and tshuva. Tshuva is about change. The person feels guilty, so that sticks you in the rut. If you feel charata, you say, that's not, that's not me. I'm not going to get stuck in that rubbish again. But it comes from this hysteronimus and this godless and this appreciation of nefesh hayukorah. Now, think about this. I want to give you a model that uh, we've discussed previously. We're on the topic of, again, I know, Erev, 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 Tammuz, Rosh Hashanah, Manei Tshuva, Mimash Hashim Vayim We have the head to try to open up a Shai Tshuva That's it off there's, there's something which we call the inner dialogue That the person has to have a dialogue with himself And we said on the two parts, the two parties that t- participate in that inner dialogue Are the Seichel and the Nefesh Seichel and Nefesh have to have a discussion I would like to go a little bit further in that Sugya Now, there's a very important Nukuda in what we understand as how we understand the relationship between the Talmud and the Rebbe is. It's funny that, uh, that the ultimate Chochem is called a Talmud Chochem. Why do we always put a person in the position of a Talmud? Why don't we say he's a Chochem? He's a Talmud Chochem. So I'd like to present the, the model. The model works as follows. 
The model of, 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 of teaching classically is, let's say, over here. That's the teacher. Okay? Over here is the Talmud. And what the teacher does is he siphons down his koichas and the Talmud grasps it. The Talmud catches it. So in this, in this relationship, so the Talmud is a sponge, he's a piece of blank paper. Yeah, my better. Yes. So that's the teacher. And he writes onto the blankness of the Talmud the lesson. So now, is there a Talmud over here? Is there Talmud over here? No. No, who is there? There's a teacher. There's no Talmud. The teacher has it and he writes it over here. So what is there? There's a teacher with a teacher's robot. In other words, the classic model of education is the teacher has the knowledge, the Talmud knows nothing, the teacher takes the knowledge and he says, yeah, you can have it. So that's a very foreign model to, to, to the way we see Torah. The Torah model is as follows. So what happens is, you have over here, so that is not the teacher, that's the Torah. Okay, that's the Torah. Here, you have the Talmud. And over here, you have the understanding of this Torah. So the Torah goes to the Talmud, okay, the Torah goes to the Talmud, and then it produces that, which is the correct understanding. Ah, one second. So where's the Rebbe? Where's the Rebbe? He has the Torah, he has the Talmud, that's what you need to know. So where's the Rebbe go? Do you know where the Rebbe is? Show you where the Rebbe is. The Rebbe is between the Torah and the Talmud. What's the Rebbe's goal? What the Rebbe has to do, it's called he has to mediate. He has to make sure that this Talmud gets this Torah. Now in order for the Talmud to get the Torah, he needs to develop the right set of skills to chap what's going on over here, because otherwise he's not going to produce the right results. So what does the Rebbe has to do? The Rebbe has to coach him that he looks at the Torah and he says, he goes, Abba Avos, Abba Avos, Abba Avos, what do you mean Abba Avos? Abba Avos, So the Rebbe kind of says, ah, read the next word, Abba Avos in a rule. When you're reading the Mishnah, read the whole Mishnah. Ah, so now, next time he approaches the Mishnah, so you've given him a koyach to understand the Mishnah. Stupid example, but you get the point. Stupid example, you get the point. In other words, the Rebbe is there to give him the koychois so he can then produce the right result. That's what the Rebbe does. Correct? That's the toughness. Now, if that's the model, you see, that's, that's the model of Adai, that's, 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 that's called Talmud Bavli. Talmud Bavli, what role does the Talmud play? The Talmud. The Gemara. What role does the Gemara play? The Gemara doesn't tell you anything. The Gemara, there's a Mishnah, and then there's you. And the Gemara says, let me show you how you pick up the Mishnah. So what's the role? The role is, the, the, the Torah is there, I'm here, and says the Amoraim, okay, this is how you have to grasp the Mishnah, and they assist me in doing so. What's the goal? The goal is that they can leave the picture, and then I can be the generating topic. So I speak to myself. Nachon? So you're looking at me and you're saying, very nice. Now you told me, you taught me something about teaching. Now that's all of teaching. That's called, it's called mediation. And that's why when we're learning, let's say, and I say to you, so, so, why, so why do you think I'm telling you this? So why do 
why, why do you think uh, we, we're talking about a dibur between the nefesh and the seichel, right? Yes? So why am I talking about how to teach someone? Sorry? What do you mean? What's chinuch? So, oh. so now what I've done is, what I've done is, I've presented a piece of Torah, and then now I've said, now you have to come back to me. So now I have to put the ball in your court. So I'm putting out, so you, know, you say it's chinuch. So now I'm just mediating between that, the idea that I've just presented, and your response, or you're producing the right response, I mean, ah, it's chinuch. Excellent! Excellent! Let's go for the way I'm a myself, like a rabbi's mechanic is Talmud. How so? So now, you've got the, you've got your, your, your discussion between the seichel and the nefesh. How does the discussion between the seichel and the nefesh work? So, the seichel, the nefesh comes and the nefesh has a response to the environment. It could be a dvar toya, could be a dvar avera. No difference in terms of the dynamic. The dvar avera. Nefesh goes and um, he invests time in shtuskova, which is just married his mila. Yeah, he plays Angry Birds for two hours. Okay, so Mama, she's become a bulking Angry Birds. He's, and at the end, he gets angry at the Angry Birds. So, so now, he's got, so now, the, 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 the key to the, the thing over here is the Angry Birds. And then there's a nefesh response to the Angry Birds. The nefesh response to the Angry Birds is, sees Angry Birds and says, play. So now, in the dynamic, in the discussion between the nefesh and the seichel, it's not that the seichel comes up and says, don't play, because then you've, you've destroyed the model. Then the seichel takes the place of the stimulus and you're not teaching the nefesh anything. Seichel comes to the nefesh and says, uh, hi, hi, seichel. Um, what are you doing? I'm playing Angry Birds. Tell me a little bit about this game. What, what, what is it? Well, it's a game which involves um, playing. It develops skills. The truth is I've never played Angry Birds. I don't know what Angry Birds is. I don't even know the plot of the game. So I'll just make up something. Uh, yeah, it's involves, it involves a lot of kind of hand-eye coordination. Now, that kind of hand-eye coordination in the hierarchy of values, is that something you really you want to work on? You want to put time into? Let me ask you a question, Nefesh. Um, if I give an example like working with hand-eye coordination for two hours <coughs> or developing a connection to something beautiful and pristine for two hours, which one would you take? So the, the nephew says, well, wh- what do you mean by beautiful and pristine? That sounds good. What, what does it mean? So the nephew says, uh, the seichel says, I'll, I'll be able to show you something that when you've understood it, you'll walk away with a wow sensation that you've understood something deeper about yourself. What would you rather have? The nephew says, I'd rather have that. So why are you doing that? That's a good question. It's just, it's easy. And the truth is, Seichel, I must be honest, my atlas just got the better of me because it would take me effort to... But wouldn't you rather... I would rather. So, so, so what so what you can do the next time you see the game? Oh, so now you come. So there's three stages. When your Seichel engages in Nefesh, so the first <coughs> thing is the Seichel is not the dictator, it's the mediator. Then it speaks to the nefesh, and the nefesh responds. Now, what you want to do is, you engage in the nefesh. You have to have participation, and the process has to have meaning for the nefesh. The marshal, what happens if you go to the nefesh and you say, nefesh, what's this angry bird? Shut up, go away. But nefesh, shut up, go away. I'm playing angry birds now. 
not interested in what's happening. There can be no mediation. So then you have to, what the, the wise seichel does is it has to create meaning. But nefesh, do you want to just waste your life? <gasps> what are you saying? So, so then, then, then it creates meaning. So you need to have interaction, you need meaning, and then you have to convey a skill. The nefesh has to walk away with something. So the nefesh walks away with, so you say, okay, so what's going to be the next time you see angry birds nefesh? Now the nefesh is brought into the fact that it would rather understand deep in something powerful about itself by Chavayis Ross. And, um, well, the next time I see the angry birds, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to stop and think, is this what I want to invest my time in? So he says to the nefesh, do you think it's going to work? Um, it could be. What's the better way of doing it, nefesh? Boom. You're putting it out of the nefesh. You're teaching, you're coaching, you're being mechanic as opposed to dictating. So that you come up with a strategy. That's called mediation. That's the goal. In other words, the goal of the relation between the Rebbe Talmud and same thing that works in Torah. The person is learning about Shavuah Sa'edus. Nefesh says, come and say, well, give me a break. Shavuah Sa'edus? I mean, who cares? Who cares about Shavuah Sa'edus? So, you say, Nefesh, what do you mean? I don't care about Shavuah Sa'edus. Let me ask you a question, Nefesh. You want there to be anarchy in the world? I don't understand. Let me ask you a question. You are a multi-millionaire. Thank you, Zeichel. And you lent Ruvain, and he's a good friend, you trust him implicitly, but you made sure that there was two aid in there. You and Ruvain a million dollars. Okay. And then Ruvain's the, the time of the payment of the loan is due, and Ruvain's just lied down. He says there's no such thing. So he said, don't worry, I've got Aiden. I'm going to go to Aiden, they'll be made. And uh, since Ruben didn't say Parati, he said, Madan, they'll be made against Ruben and you have to pay up. So I can't find the one aid. There's one aid left. I go over to the aid. Oh, I can can find both aid. It makes a difference. I go over to the aid. Take it to the aid. Listen, Ruben's not paying back the loan. I want you to be made in basing for me that, that he owes me the money. The aid say, I have no idea what you're talking about. You say, what? They say, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean, low, moving? I don't know what you're talking about. You say, I, can't, I just can't believe what you're saying. You're telling me that you're not willing to make, you saw it, that's a million dollars. Don't do this to me. Sorry. Mashbirani. So then you understand. Yes, Taka, that's why you need a Shvursa Eglis. Understand why Yeshua's the Aegis. Now the guys he has to make a shvur. So then things you're gonna make a shvur, you're gonna make a shvur that you don't know any Aegis, you're gonna make that shvur. Ah, says the Nefesh Vasekha. Aha. Aha. In other words, everything. Everything. Uh, that's that's a very gob level, to understand. Even on a much more subtle level on Inchvus Aegis, there's a hakira, what is a shvur's the Aegis? Is it because is it only by a person who's mechuv to be made, or even a person that could be made there to elis through his agents? It's not mechuv that where's the shoresh achiv, and you can do it all through this process. When you do it through this process, so then you become a participant in this dibul. <coughs> you become a participant in the process. If you look upon it as everything that the Torah is telling me is a gzeira, everything that's been gazer on me, do this, 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 this. So then, slowly but surely, I completely and totally lose interest in learning because it doesn't speak to me. It's not a part of me, it's not shaykh to me. So every seder becomes a step away from the Gemara. Because when I first do it, I've got a bit of idealism. And then the idealism goes on, and then the idealism starts to dissipate. Because I grow up, 
and now I'm worried about you. Now when you're a child, the things have a sparkle to them. And when you're a teenager, they have an idealistic sparkle to them. And then you get older, and slowly but surely, as time goes on, instead of becoming deeper and more engaged, you become less and less and less engaged, until eventually you say, this is so impractical, this is so not part of my life, I might as well just go and do something decent. And then you left with nothing. And it all came around, because it's possible, no, there's a wrong mahalach, there was no chinuch. There was no mediation, there was no yasha, there was no kesher between the seichel and the nefesh. The nefesh possibly wasn't ever consulted. The seichel was, was there, the seichel was present, the nefesh was a nefesh. The nefesh was out to lunch. And the nefesh is the, is the koyach, the nefesh is where I am, the lave is where I am. It doesn't help, it doesn't help that in my seichel, in my seichel, in my seichel, everyone's a tadik in the seichel. A right? person is not a tadik in the seichel. So, <coughs> this is a crucial thing. This is a crucial thing. It's not just, it's not just a mile of Alma. It's, it's the thing. So, Lamash, let's give another example. Now we're in the three weeks. So, three weeks generally, what do people look upon three weeks? How does your nefesh view the three weeks? Your nefesh views the three weeks as one big hassle. That's the three weeks. Kosh came in nine days. Nine days of Mamash, a hassle, she anchored with Mosul. Be shame the three weeks. So I don't listen to music, and then you know those are like I am probably. But even though I don't listen to music, I'm not going to listen to music. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get married. Say no. It's not so much to give up music and marriage, especially for our So, but then it gets to the nine days, and then you schwitzy and you push dunken and by now your beard's starting to itch because you haven't shaved and. Oh, and there's no meat and it's just so oppressive and oh my gosh, this is what I need in the middle of summer, eh? This is what I need. This is like my summer vacation. I mean, give me a break. So the one eight says to go to South Africa, Australia, and then it's winter. Yes, yeah, my team. It's dark and it's dreary and it's dull. Taka. But if you're in the if you're in the northern hemisphere, it's mamash is mamash badly timed. It should be our sober potatoes and then there should be the nine days. What are you doing in the middle of summer? Such bad timing. So everyone you know you can make a comeback with two bath. As the secular world does, it's classic. Too bad music festivals. <laughs> so now that's your nefesh. So now you've got your seichel. So now how do you do that? So now you have to be mechanech your nefesh to have shaykhs to the nine days. So you enter into, so here you've got the nine days, and now you've got the nefesh, and now you've got the response. The response is that there's going to be some meaning in the nine days. So it's interesting that we've lost the whole aspect <coughs> of ourselves through our frivolity. Do you know that like, in certain cultures, melancholy, melancholy and sadness is a huge virtue. If you, back tragedies and comedies. Today it's comedies and comedies. There was tragedies. What were tragedies? Plays with horrible endings. <laughs> at the end of the t- how did you feel at the end of the play? Uh, really depressed. There was a goal. The goal was making you feel depressed. Uh, wouldn't go like, not, not, not so popular today. Everyone's happy, 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 We don't understand that there's a place to be really sad. And it's good. It creates a shameless in the range of emotions. Not, sad is not wrong. Sad is not bad. Sad is appropriate when it's appropriate. It's not appropriate when someone dies to be happy. They make jokes and laugh. Nah, I'm saying. Ugh, you knew. Inappropriate. There's, 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 there's a loss, and you feel the loss, and it's painful. But it's not bad. It's actually, in some ways, it can be beautiful. You could have like ironically fond memories of sad events. I've got times in my life which were tragic, 
But only have bitter memories, they're fond memories. Very, very sad. So we've lost this whole notion. So what one you do is one you produce sadness. That's a goal. Mamati. But we've got this and we've got the nefesh in between. And the nefesh, right now the response is, oh, give me a break. And when it's change, oh, give me a break, to sadness. So now we have to bring yeah, the dinim, the nefesh, the result, and we want to bring the seichel over here. And he has to be mitavech, has to be mediate. So what does the seichel, what does the seichel say to the nefesh? Nefesh, how do you feel about the nine days? Well, quite frankly, I can't be bothered. Um, why? Well, I just, you know, I've got my life to live. <laughs> when, when you shave, when you have a shower, like, it's so annoying. Why, why, why there the nine days? I don't know, because there's a building that, that was destroyed 2,000 years ago. I mean, like, what's the relevance? <coughs> I mean, what is the relevance? So on the base I meet those. So, okay, the Rambam said, five things, Poseidon, five things. No, but, uh, so put in the, the, you know, the, the expulsion of the Jews from Spain as well, Poseidon. 1492, Poseidon, 1492. Mm, 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 mm. So, 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 but, but I'm talking about 1498, 2012, Angry Birds, iPads, you know what I'm saying? Like, relevance, hello, hello. So, where's the base on Mikdash? Base on Mikdash? Come on, come on, don't tell me base on Mikdash. So, now we have to understand, okay, you're right, but you know, the base on Mikdash is shaykh to you today. I know it's not. I guess it is. I know it's not. I guess it is. How's it shaykh to me today? Well, okay, well, let's see what the base of English is. The base of English is not Eitzim and Avonim. Eitzim and Avonim, Titus was Kimcha Tochun Tochat. Titus didn't do anything. Destroy the base of English. Gamora says, what did you do? Nothing. Nothing. There wasn't, there wasn't ever a building. It was stone. There wasn't it. The base of Mikdash. <laughs> Titus, what did he do? Zero. He did nothing. Never Shechayim. He did not. You took something, something which is ground, didn't exist, and you ground it. You ground ground flour. So what do you achieve when you ground ground flour? What have you done? What have you... What, what, what? Nothing. So what did you do? Nothing. So one second. So he did nothing. But what do we find... Don't, isn't, that, isn't that the Chuban? Well, if he did nothing, that can't be the Chuban, right? Oh, okay. So, so what is the Chuban? Well, okay, now we know it's not. What it isn't is that there was a big building that stood over there. Over there. And now instead of the big building, there's another big building, but it's got a dome. So that's, that's a Khuban? No, no, that's not a Khuban. So what's the Khuban? So where's, where's the Mokhama Khuban? So where's the sadness? What did we lose? Because we lost something today. You can't, you can't, you can't be misable on something which you can't. <laughs> You can't, you can't mourn a loss that you didn't have. You have to have something, and then you lose it, and then you feel sad. If someone says, you never had this, and now you've lost it. Well, if I never had it, I can't lose it. <coughs> oh, so you had it. Good. I never. Ah. So all of a sudden you start to think, there's a khurban. Where does the khurban lie? Where, 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 where's the khurban? Where's the khurban? Say, you could start to say, you look around yourself, you look around yourself, and uh, just, just all you have to do is look like this. You know, the people that say, we don't know, we don't know what to cry about in Tisha anymore, and they, they try to have this Jerusalem on that. Of course, you can't understand it. All you have to do is look 
about one millimeter outside of your dalad amas and I'll give you three million reasons to cry. Three million reasons. One reason? One reason, okay, one reason. One reason. Person comes to Yeshiva and he says, I just, just don't even, don't do anything. Why don't you do anything? Oh, you know, my parents, when I was raised, they always used to just scream at each other. And I just feel that I'm just a failure at everything. And pretty much, if you ask me what I want to do, they just <laughs> crawl up into a ball, into a corner of a room. But, but, but I understand, you, you're so talented. And of course, nah. And you just see this person just, just destroying themselves, self-destructing in front of your eyes. And then you have to think, Oh no, no, everything's great. Why should I cry? And then forget about the broken homes, forget about the machlas, and forget about the fact that as we sit here, there's another Yidman, another guy, and kissing goodbye to those people. Okay, again, and again, and then another one, and another one. And King Kivyachal, there's these train loads, and train loads, and train loads, and train loads, and train loads of Jews all going off to complete and total. I to forget it, being lost. And we sitting there and saying, but what's it you cry about? What's it you cry about? What's it you cry about? I deal with it every day. It's like uh, a person comes to me and he says, you know, he's got to go, his brother's getting married to a shikta on Shabbos. How does he do it? So he's staying in the place which... Yes. It doesn't... People say, no, what's it? I'm just giving a master again. I don't want, I don't want to interrupt your... Because you're going to have to have that, right? Because now you're going to have to make sense of the nine days. Otherwise your nefesh... Even if your nefesh keeps it this year and next year and next year, and even if it keeps it until <coughs> you die, unless you get your nefesh in positive, the kids won't keep it. It, does, it, doesn't go, it, does, it won't go down. If you don't fix yourself up, so then whatever you are, so your children will be way, way less. So if you kind of tolerate the nine days, because you have to, because, you know, if, if you shave, so then you're going to look at you and say, why is it not shaving in nine days? Where's the head there? So, so, so then slowly but surely it just disappears. And then the whole thing just goes. So, so I, I'm not telling you what you have to do, but you have to do it. And if you don't do it, so then why? Why not do it? What what you going to lose? You're only going to gain. Do you want to like sit on the floor and say, "Kindness is there. This is meaningless. This is meaningless. Why am I doing this? This is meaningless. This is so boring." Oh my gosh! This is boring. Maybe I can, maybe I can go to sleep. Why don't you do it yourself? I can assure you, you can. There's another option. Another option. No, this is this is it. So I think Mokum Machshava to do a deeper yourself seichel nefesh. The seichel comes between the nefesh and the thing, the stimulus. Stimulus. Nefesh, result. Seichel makes sure that the result that the nefesh gets to is aligned with what it should be.